Want to hear your favorite Sir shows in CD quality and ad-free? Then sign up for Smodcast, a premium content archive launching in July. Membership has its perks, including access to ticketed events before anybody else. And if you pre-order Smodcast now, you'll get a kick-ass merchandise bundle, including comics, a mini-poster, stickers, a mystery shirt, and more. The first 150 pre-orders will also receive either a clerk's lunchbox or a chronic action figure. The merchandise bundle is just 25 bucks plus shipping and handling, and includes your first month of Smodcast access. After that, your credit card will be billed just $4.99 a month for ad-free, high-quality versions of every Smodcast internet radio show. Smodcast, where Smodcast goes say for pay. Sign up at Smodcast.com. This is Smodcast. With Will Wilkins. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to your Sunday on the Smodcast Internet Network. My name is Will. My name is Trent. And I'm bringing you my fake and busted radio voice. I like it, Will. I think it's sexy. I appreciate that, Trent. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the latest edition of NetHeads. We are... uh, we are breaking things down. We're taking a look at the uh, digital lifestyle, what the internet has to offer, and hopefully making it a little more accessible to you. And how do we do this? Well, let me let me uh, let me pull back the curtain, if I will, for a moment. <laughs> you mean we're not just going to talk about porn? Isn't that all the internet's good for? That's all I think people use it for. <laughs> but let me pull back the curtain for you and uh, give you a little insight into the life of. You know, a decade ago, we called uh, we called ourselves IBPs for Internet Broadcast Professionals uh, because it sounded good. IBP, it could sound like a network, right? Yeah, or a weapon. Tonight on IBP, <laughs> sir. CSI, <laughs> IBP, sir. They've crossed the thirty eighth parallel. What do we do? Launch the IBP. Exactly. That's what I'm saying, man. Yeah, that, that, you're right. So it sounds like a piece of uh, weaponry, which is mm-hmm. just how I want to be remembered. So a decade ago, when we uh, when we coined the phrase Internet Broadcast, IBP, whatever you want to call it, uh, you know, I- I'm sure we had the day I had today in mind where I uh, I stepped out of my home and I went to the Corn Fest Carnival. Yeah. <laughs> No, I'm guessing the 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 Cornfest Carnival isn't uh isn't something you get every day in in California. No, it's not. Well, uh the the area that I live in in California is known as the um is known as like well, it's an agricultural community and it's a lot it's an area where a lot of the good corn comes from. Not so, Nebraska? N- I thought it all came from Nebraska. Uh, I don't know. I don't know where it comes from, man. I don't know. I, <laughs> I'm, okay, I'm just okay. telling you in this in this region, people love the corn. All right. And like you said earlier, the, the Internet is all uh, corn is all that the Internet's good for. <laughs> yes. so, <laughs> I, wait, I think never mind. I don't think you heard me right. Well, <laughs> so uh, every year around corn harvest time, they want to have the uh, the big uh, Corn Fest is what it's called. And uh it it it's a celebration. But what it really is, it's it's your typical 
like carnival. You got rides that are assembled by, you know, meth heads in the middle of the night when the carnival rolls in. You've got sex offenders running the kitty rides. <sighs> I Is it wrong that I think that? <laughs> and so, No, I don't think it's wrong at all. Yeah, so... Uh, there's, there's, there's a reason that people have transient lifestyles, I think. Yeah, and they do have, like, uh, concerts, you know, performers. Sure, like, uh sure. Oh, God. Who was it? Uh, who was the group that... Um, that uh, had the uh, the pyrotechnics problem and, and in a club and and unfortunately, regrettably, some people die. White something. White snake. No, 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 not white snake. <laughs> the great white. <laughs> great white. I don't know. It's not coming to my mind. Okay. But the uh, they performed there. But other than that, there was like this is the one I really wish I had seen. I wish we had gone to the corn fest yesterday because yesterday. AC D she played. Wait, AC D she. Yeah, an all girl, <laughs> an all girl AC DC cover group. That's awesome. Yeah, I really wish I had been able to see that. So yeah, that's uh, that's that's one of the uh, things that I did. And it, so I'm all hopped up right now on frozen la- uh, lemonade <laughs> and candy or uh, cotton candy. Hey, go, let, go back to the AC she for a second. Like I would. I would, I mean, th- that would fulfill a, okay, I'm not going to say me, but some people's fantasies of, you know, like uh, an Angus dressed up woman in a schoolboy outfit. Now, you see, I don't know about you, but I hear ACDC, and I'm just thinking it's some kind of, uh, like transvestite group. Which, you know what? Maybe, maybe you slip one in there, and that's part of their, their shtick, you know, as you try to figure out which one is the transvestite. Maybe. Oh, by the way, if you want to take part in the show, communicate with us, at least for this week, you can definitely go ahead um, and hashtag us with the, what is it, uh, NetHeads? Yeah, NetHeads. Slash NetHeads on Twitter. Uh, we'll try and easily get distracted by that. Mm-hmm. That's always Which isn't, fun. isn't uh, hard. Yeah, like like our good friend, I, I, I pronounce the name Kuban. Oh, okay. K-O-U-B-A-N. Uh, I think I called him Cobain last time. Yeah. Which is not even remotely correct. Nah, that ain't right. So uh, I'm going to just say Kuban for now. I could okay. be wrong. It, it, it's actually cow band and we're both idiots. Who knows? <laughs> but he says, yeah, the band was great white. So I don't know how okay. they're performing, but that's probably got to be a really hard concert to sell now. <laughs> just my just, opinion. Just, it's just like you buy a ticket and you don't know if you're going to make it out. It might be your last concert. Yeah, it might. <laughs> that's horrible. We're going to burn in hell for that one. <laughs> Uh, but ACDC was think, performing. Their fans, you know, fans of the world will be doing the burning. Will they? Ha- oh God! <laughs> they had all of the regrettable, uh, guilt-laden food available. Oh, uh, deep fried everything. Yeah, and plus they had a whole section of of vendors selling their random crap because they didn't want to. They thought they'd get more exposure at the corn fest than the local flea market. <laughs> and also they had like a kids zone set up. So they had all the, the typical, you know, spin and puke rides and little kitty rides and, and all that jazz. And then they had a kids zone. And the funniest part about it was like it, at the last moment, we're like, let's go to the petting zoo as the last thing. Cause you know, the adults, we burn out on all this quick. Right. And we go to the petting zoo. Now, mind you though, my sister in law and my brother in law, they have land. They are, they have a, they're, they're, they have a farm, right? Okay. We get to the petting zoo. It's four dollars to get in the petting zoo, and we realize we're not going to pay sixteen bucks for four <laughs> kids to pet the same damn animals that are at two of these kids' farm. 
<laughs> oh, look at the baby cow. <laughs> Got them. Hell, we've eaten them. <laughs> Don't need to pet them for four bucks. Oh, God. And that's the thing, too. These types of carnivals, they're nothing but a cash bleed. That's yeah. all they are. Yeah, it's a cash dumpster for sure, man. And especially, like, okay, maybe it's a bad comparison. But, like, with Disneyland, I pay to get into the park. I can right. ride all the rides for free. Right. But if I want to eat or if I want to buy something, obviously, I got to pay. Right. But with this, it's 10 bucks to get in. Then if you want to ride the rides, you got to buy tickets. Ah. If you want to get drinks, you got to buy tokens. Wait, wait. Drinks? Oh, yeah. Believe you <laughs> me. There's a reason why. You like wooden nickels for your for the drinks? I don't know. But there's a reason why I did not have a good time today. And it's because I only had the frozen lemonade. <laughs> it wasn't even made with Mike's lemonade. I'm pissed. Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, don't but, don't but, and don't but, mock me for my love of Mike's hard lemonade. Now, but will hold on. Now, granted, I've never been to Disneyland, but do they have games? Oh, like, God, they, so they, you have to pay me. for games, right? Yeah, yeah, you have to pay for the games too. Like, like, uh, and and this is the follow up to the glorious and glamorous lifestyle that we internet broadcasters lead. Like, for example, yesterday, Trent. Uh, one of his uh, things he likes to do on the weekends, clear his mind, he hops on his hog, and he goes oh. for a ride. Right? Yeah. Uh-huh. That's your spiritual cleansing. That's, uh, it, it I'm, I'm gonna shake off the whole week, cause I'm gonna, I'm gonna get on my, my iron horse, and I'm gonna ride. I'm gonna mount my steed. Now I've got Bon Jovi's Wanted Dead or Alive playing <laughs> in my head. Oh, hold yeah. on, wait, wait, hold on, wait. Okay, I'm good. Waiting. I just heard the chorus in my head. We can go on now. I'm not going to sing it. Actually, you know who did sing it? And I, I shouldn't play the clip because anyway, uh, yeah, you, you did this yesterday. Yes. But unfortunately, uh, living in Utah, apparently yes. the weather is less predictable than in other places. Oh my hell, man. What yeah, happened, I Trent? Yeah, I, so, uh, I checked the weather and I was going to hit, I'm, I'm in the very tip top north side of, uh, Utah. And I was gonna head down to Salt Lake, go have lunch with some friends and stuff. I went down there, got my got sunburned. It was great the whole way down, and then about halfway back, man, I just got stuck in a just monsoon type rain. You know, it, it's so bad. Okay, so bad that all the cars had pulled off to the side of the road because their windshield wipers couldn't keep up with the rain. And I'm there on a damn motorcycle trying to you know put up this mountain to make it through. It was it was a miserable miserable experience i haven't left my house or my couch rather since that happened really so so it was that traumatic well i you know i can imagine i mean i can't even imagine i can imagine i can't even imagine what can you do will <laughs> christ what an idiot maybe i maybe we should postpone the show till i'm off this sugar high <laughs> anyway <laughs> What Did I was get... saying is I can imagine being in a storm like that because I have been, but I can't imagine being on a motorcycle in that. Yeah, yeah. So so I pull off to the side, and I'm just kind of waiting there. And luckily, uh, this couple pulled up alongside of me, and they're like, hey, get in with us. It's, you know. So I uh, I toughed it out with them for a little bit, and then uh, it let down a little bit, but not, you know, I, I, I made it the rest of the way at about 30 miles an hour. Okay, wait a minute, dude. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. So you're saying, uh, you, 
Hold on. So you're 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 sitting on the side of the road shivering. Yeah, like and totally soaked, man. There's not anything that's remotely dry about me. And you're you're next to your you're next to your hog. Uh-huh. And you're just sitting there and you're uh you're 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 drenched. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. this couple Yeah. This couple has you into their car. Yeah. Am I am I right? Yeah, that's exactly what. Okay. Right. Yeah. <laughs> they have you into their car. <laughs> and I'm uh, I'm soaking wet and rippling in my leather vest. Yeah. <laughs> and they said, "You want a towel?" Right. <laughs> and then things got naughty, didn't they, Trent? Um, no, cuz they were in their 60s. So. Okay, well let's let's just end that music right there. <laughs> oh, I got to remember to grab that clip later. That's a good one. That's the, a good one. The power of the internet, ladies and gentlemen. Seventies music in a heartbeat. Um. <laughs> okay, so they were in their sixties. So naturally, that's why they were nice, and they're like, "Please come in out of the rain, young man." Yeah, yeah. So yeah, they, they felt bad. Did for that me. mean they had like plastic on the back seats, or? Uh, no, but they did have a blanket in there for me to sit on, so I wouldn't ruin the upholstery. Usually the dog's on there, but <laughs> we left him home today. Lucky for you. Oh, man. So that's an, another glimpse of the glory. Yeah. Of being an internet broadcaster. Uh, so I went to the carnival, and of course the carnivals have games. Right. You know, they yeah. got to the, ah, hey, we're going to have a race. Go ahead, shoot the water at the target. Yep. See the cars go, and yep. somebody guaranteed will win a prize. Yep. Uh, the my favorite. Yeah, they didn't have that. They had the good Ugh. old fashioned, you know, throwing the darts to pop the balloons to oh, win. Oh, yeah. Now, this one, uh, I swear to God, I thought I was transported back to the 70s <laughs> being Posters? a kid. You could, you could win a poster with it, like a Corvette. Po- framed posters, yeah. And, you know, <laughs> like rock and roll. And one of them was Spider Man. And I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, buddy, let's go. I was, it's like, it's the 70s again. You know, <laughs> just kidding. Uh, so that really threw me for a loop. And you know, they had their games, and then of course the the carnival staple that they had the little goldfish bowls filled with water, different colored water. Oh, right. Throw the, the ping pong balls ping at them. Ping pong balls, right? Yeah, exactly. And wouldn't you know? Because, you know, my daughter wants to play. My niece and my nephews, they want to play. So Uncle Will throws down 10 bucks and I get, uh, what, what, what was that? That was like 80, 80 ping pong balls. That's a great deal, man. You know, it would be that's, a great deal. That's, but you, you, gotta, you can't go to the Nickelcade and get 80 games no, for 40 bucks. But well, when, but when, but when you have a bunch of kids, you got to use your brain. And this lady, she didn't because I bought two uh, buckets of 40 basically and she didn't put them in front of me, the guy who paid. No, she puts them in front of the gaggle of kids. Next thing you know, it's, <laughs> it's ping pong again with balls just <laughs> hold on. Let me cue the music again because I'm about to say balls flying everywhere. Balls were flying everywhere. Yeah, exactly. It was every man for himself. All I could see was balls. Nothing but balls flying around. I'm like a kid with a toy right now gotta get off that page of music um but yeah i mean just paint like my nephew he chucked one and it caught the lip of a bowl all the way on the other side of the table ricocheted off and knocked some kid or square in the adam's apple <laughs> at least she looked like she had an adam's apple i'm kidding oh, shit. 
But uh, I mean, it was it was just ping pong again. So quickly, thank God, my sister in law stepped in, and I'm, my wife is like, "Why do they have it?" And I'm like, "My hands are full," and, and I was uh, like, "I was reacting poorly." That was not one of the, my best moments. But my sister in law <laughs> flew in like a superhero, got the ping pong balls, and started dividing them up. Yeah, said, "Listen so, here, you little shits." No, she didn't say that. And yeah, that, that's see, that's my upbringing coming coming to fruition. There you go. You better, you better behave. It's gonna be another night in the in the barn for you, son. When did I become Foghorn Leghorn? What the hell happened there? I don't know. So you know, and and the ping pong balls got divided up evenly. I did it the second time, and I had I I came home with a goldfish. Oh, well, see, that's yeah. not bad, Will. You know what I mean? Well, and think, you'd, you'd think, think not because you, I, you Will, you cannot put a price. You know, whether it's forty dollars or whatever, on how happy it made for your daughter to win that goldfish. Okay, well, first of all, the goldfish was fished out of a cooler. <laughs> you know, your standard ten gallon cooler filled with a swarming mass of goldfish. So it's that you know is keeping the cores light cold at the <laughs> yeah, same time. No, that was earlier in the day. This these poor goldfish are now living in the melted ice from the Coors Light earlier in the day. Yeah, those those mountains on the Coors cans are no longer blue. Oh my gosh! <laughs> and oddly, the goldfish are now kind of purple. But, <laughs> oh man! And so so you just know this is a this is a finely bred goldfish. Yeah, sure. You know, like how much do feeder goldfish go for? Oh gosh. Are like, Pennies. like, like 10 cents a dozen or something uh, like yeah. that. Seriously. So, yeah. So you just know they roll into town. They go down to the pet smart or the pet co or whatever. And they're like, yeah, give us, they throw down a whole dollar to get like four <laughs> billion feeder goldfish. <laughs> and I get sent home with one of them. But my daughter, God bless her soul, is an animal lover. And yeah. so naturally, and I happen to have a two and a half gallon tank for my, when my wife had a betta fish. Oh, okay. What was it better than? I don't know. Hey. I always thought it was a beta. Uh, I don't know. It probably and you, is. And then you'd put two together to see who became the master beta. Oh. <laughs> I don't know which one was worse. Mine or yours. It's, it's like shooting fish fish in a cooler. Uh. <laughs> well played, sir. Oh, I, shit. I, that's terrible. <laughs> I can tell you've had a little bit more than the frozen lemonade tonight. I don't know what's going on in Utah, but you're having a better time than I. <laughs> so I got this goldfish. I've already got a two and a half gallon tank. And, and my daughter is just like, oh, daddy, daddy. I can't. And she's named him Guilford already, <laughs> which I uh, first of all, I'm like, wow, that's a clever name. Guilford. Where did she come up with that one? But he's a fish. He's got gills. That's impressive. Oh, wow. Yeah, I didn't. I Wow, I am very impressed. Yeah, I was too. Because usually when we go to like uh, build a bear or what, you know, either the bear is named after a family member or it's like Barry. Oh, okay. Barry. <laughs> uh, but recently, actually, at one of the trips to Los Angeles I did, we got a, um, what are those things called? A lamb. And she <laughs> named it Lala because we went to the build a bear in Hollywood. Los Angeles, you get it? Lala. Oh, L-A-L-A. okay. Gosh, man. Yeah, she's on a roll now. Yeah, absolutely. But anyway, so she named him Guilford. So now I got to go to the pet store <laughs> and I got to I gotta get water conditioner. So I can figure water conditioner, goldfish food, a net. And I come walking into the goldfish, uh, to, the, to the aquarium section of my Petco. Right. 
which uh, you've never heard of, but we no. have them. They're at least here in California. I prefer yeah, we them have, to PetSmart. We have PetSmart. Yeah, that's what we have is PetSmart. I don't know what it is about PetSmart rubs me the wrong way. Unless they're a sponsor, in which case, love PetSmart. <laughs> but, you know, I'm not, I don't know, Petco, I'm just a Petco guy. We get our preferences in life. That's just the way it is. I, sure. li- I like me some Petco. It's just yep. that simple. Yep. So I'm there, and I'm, I'm over in the aquarium section. Now, I'm already tired. I've been standing out in the sun for three hours, shelling out money like a rube. And... <laughs> And I'm, I'm code, you know, and I got that uncomfortable feeling you get from being coated in sunscreen, you know, kind of like you feel like you've been dipped in wax and your pores can't breathe. <laughs> and you're suffocating from the inside out. Yeah, pretty much. And plus, you know, there's the usual depression of the fact that I'm just a failure as a man. <laughs> so I'm in the aquarium section and the water, they've got, or not the water, and I'm not talking about the tanks and, and of the many fish in there that look much healthier than this goldfish. <laughs> right. None of those. Uh, I'm in there, and they're playing water noises. And this is like your nighttime <laughs> relaxation mas- machine cranked all the way up to freaking obnoxious. <laughs> they're in seagulls. The, the yeah, section. they're seagulls. They're Bowie, Bowie <laughs> Bells. There's... Water, I was just, I'm, and I'm, I'm in a foul mood. And then my wife calls me and I'm, I'm thinking, you know, it's just goldfish food, water conditioner, and a net. And suddenly she's saying, you know, they're really messy. They suggest they need a filter. They need oxygen. So we should get a bubbler. And I'm like, I already put down like 10 bucks for all these ping pong balls. And now I'm going to spend 70 for a fish that's going to live a week. And finally, and, and the other thing too that was compounding my anger is this is a Sunday afternoon. They're, they're getting ready to close. They're at a bare minimum staff. I mean, skeleton crew. Like maybe there's a cashier and one guy who's bitter in the back just kicking bags of dog food because this is where his life has brought him so far. (laughs) Cause he, cause he's got to get home for dinner with mom. (laughs) Pretty much. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm saying the assumption is he's like 27 to 40 at this point, you know, not not like a teenager. That's OK. I work at Petco. I'm doing what sure, I can do. Sure. Uh, but, you know, why am I creating this whole backstory for this guy? I don't know. Because <laughs> you feel bad about what life has dealt him. I guess. <laughs> so I'm just pissed off. I'm getting all these things. But finally, thank goodness, some other guy materializes from the ether, uh, arriving like the archangel to save my soul. And he, and he's able to set me straight and he's like, actually the water filter will be fine. That'll oxygenate the water as it flows. It's really all you need. You know, the bubbler is cool for effects if you want a, like a bubble wall or you want one right. of those treasure chests that's open, but you know, cool. you don't need that. I'm like, great. Thank you so much. Cause I don't want to deal with this. <laughs> and I finally get to come home, but I did, I did frill it up a little because it's for my daughter and I'm, I'm sure, trying to, sure. and my wife has already said, honey, you know, this is a goldfish from a carnival. It's not, it, it's either going to last a long time or it's really going to last a short time. <laughs> All its scales fall off. Yeah. You know, something. So, and she's setting her up, you know, like, don't worry if it, if anything happens, we'll get another fish because she's been wanting it. It's starting to like edge back into wanting another fish again. Okay. She's like, well, she get has some. your yeah. wife. Yeah. You know, oh, okay. so she's, yeah. she's teeing my daughter up, you know, we'll get something else. So I decide to get like a little tiny SpongeBob to decorate the tank, which please, oh, water that's to no perfect, end. man. Yeah. But man, I just, it was the last thing I wanted to do. And I bet you two weeks from now I'm buying a $70 like aquarium <laughs> kit for the new getting, fish. 
And then you're going to have to get a Placostomus to clean the tank and then an Oscar to feed on the smaller fish that have bred and have now taken over the entire tank. Yeah. Oh, God. All because, all because <laughs> of a ping pong ball. But like I said, Will, at least she, you know, she was able to, I mean, I, did anyone else win anything? At least she won something, right? I mean, those, those games are calculated not to win. Oh, yeah. That's, well, uh, did you say, did she win? Yeah. Did, did like did did your nephews win as well? I mean, if she won it, then actually, to tell you the truth, it was the last ping pong ball, and I threw it. <laughs> See, you had to out me ten minutes of kvetching, and the reality is, I brought this on myself. So, so you're bitching about this whole thing, and it's your own goddamn fault. Yeah, because well, you know. Okay, really, it's, 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 it's bitter for me, okay? I'm bitter about it because it, for one moment, one shining moment, I'm the hero. You know, I threw the ball that won, the last one, mind you, the last ping pong ball, and I won the goldfish. <laughs> hey, you know what? Uh, Which, somebody just put on the Twitter, and they're giving you advice because, uh, uh, they won one, uh, Router Ninja. And it's it's two years ago and still alive. So there's oh, hope. Will. There is so there is hope for Guilford. Yeah, maybe Guilford's the exception to the rule. Yeah, next next week we're going to be holding a a, a 24 hour uh, netheads marathon. Uh, <laughs> what are those things called? Uh, like the, the Jerry Telethon. <laughs> Keep Guilford alive for just 16 cents a day. <laughs> you can you can help us. Cure green, get purple gill disease from Coors Light affected fish yeah, across the world. Exactly. For some reason, when the water gets cold, his whole body just turns blue. Oh, man. Well, that's because, you know, he's Coors cold. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, man. Woo. You had to help me, didn't you? But yeah, Gil, so let's, let's all have hope for Guilford. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Thank you very much. This has Ow. been Netheads. My name is. Oh, I'm kidding. <laughs> That's all, folks. Yeah, I just want to go downstairs and look at my goldfish now. Screw all y'all. You know, this is what's going to happen, though, because honestly, the smallest filter that I could get really doesn't fit very well in the tank. So next thing you know, I'm going to have to go up tank size. And, yeah, you're going to have to upgrade. It's the And if you go thing. up in tank size, you need more of the goddamn rocks on the bottom. Yep. And it yep. just well, at least at that point, though, you can get like a, a Squidward and a and a Sandy and a Patrick. Yeah, to go with well, Patrick's you know? got to be next. Either Patrick or um Gary. That's his snail. Oh, name, right. right. Yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah, you, you got to have a Gary if you're going to have mm -hmm. a um, SpongeBob. Then you go to Patrick. Right. Then you really got to go to the Pineapple House before you go to anything else. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, and then right. probably the best thing to do is to get a Squidward and his, you know, Easter Island head house at the same <laughs> house. time. Yeah. You can tell yeah. I've got a seven-year-old, can't you? <laughs> it's kind of obvious. Either that, or you're a bigger nerd than any of us even thought. I was going to go with me Weed Smoker, but yeah, that too. <laughs> Because SpongeBob is the Ren and Snippy of the 2000s. It it and it's been on for so long. When I oh, was on yeah. when I was on Comedy World, I think uh, SpongeBob was in its second season, and that was 2001. Yeah. And for the longest time, I don't think they had any new episodes. I think there was like a break. Maybe somebody mm. Wikipedia that I don't know for a fact. <laughs> I think I'm just regurgitating news from Smodcast. Or, yeah, from Smodcast, which isn't good. 
It's really better to verify your information before you talk. Nah, I'd like to just throw it out there, see what happens. Eh, let it stick. See if, see if the internets will come back and bite us in the ass. I uh, usually do. <laughs> Speaking of which, I don't know if you've noticed over the past couple days, I, you know, there was a little bit of drama last weekend because Thursday was the big announcement about uh, a week ago Thursday was the big announcement about Google+. Plus. Oh, right, right. Wednesday or Thursday. My time frame could be a little off. Screw and it. You, it. And you were got an invite right off the bat. Yes, thanks to the nice followers of the Radio Askew podcast, um, which you find at RadioAskew.com. Uh, thanks <laughs> to those nice folk. Uh, actually, I got uh, two people who got a shout out last week because they were, they were able to give me an invite. And <laughs> what they, what Google did is they, they, they invited certain people. And maybe they gave those people the ability to invite, but then they shut it down because they mm-hmm. wanted to control the growth of the growth of the infrastructure to right. make sure it was scalable, scaling property. And did I just say scaling property? I think so. I don't even know what that means. Scaling properly. <laughs> oh, I was like, I don't know. Is that like a property that's got scales? Is it a reptilian property? Yes. Guilford lives there. <laughs> that's a fish. Just so you know, by the way, if you go into Internet broadcasting, one of the basic skills that required is communication, clear and concise communication, which clearly I've left with my frozen lemonade hyped out mind. Anyway, (laughs) they wanted to make sure it was growing properly and what they were setting up was able to deal with it. Best way to put it. So Google Plus was trying to have a controlled growth test. Okay. And so, like, my invitation came, couldn't do anything with it on the 2nd, couldn't do anything with it on the 3rd, got up on the morning of the 4th of July, lo and behold, I'm in. God bless America. And I instantly utilized the exploit that was found to try and invite everybody I knew, who I think right. within a 24-hour window did get that ability, that ability, but, you know, they tried and just like me, couldn't get in. Mm-hmm. So there was this brief window of a week where suddenly I'm in. This is what the Google Plus experience was like for me. I'm inside this exclusive club. You're oh, it's like being in the the Disney Club that you always talk about. Club thirty, Club thirty three. Yeah, it's like being in this exclusive <laughs> club, but I'm forced to sit in a cubicle with nothing in it. That's what it was like. Because here's it, this great club. You sit here and don't talk to anyone. Pretty much because the. The whole thing, the whole way that Google Plus works is, by the way, in my mind, genius. Oh, yeah. I'm amazed nobody saw this before uh, because it really is brilliant. The whole concept is instead of like, uh, let's let's roll back a little bit. okay? Okay. And this will explain why, you know, I wasn't able to do anything. The whole success of MySpace originally was because you instantly kind of had your own little own web page. You can customize it. And people could come and they could say something to you. You could go to their place and say something to them. And it was great for social. And you could see meet people through other people. Right, yeah. So it, it was the social media experience. It was interactivity. Facebook was able to take it a step further because... Actually, they dialed it back a bit. Everyone's site looked the same, but right. now you could interact. Like, let's say on MySpace, I could come over to your uh, page. I could say something to you, but if you wanted to say something back to me, you had to go to my page. Exactly. I, yeah, but, there was no commenting on comments. Right, but with Facebook, you could do that. So instantly, you know, oh, it's amazing. And plus, you could control kind of who saw what. And 
To some extent, yeah. yeah. It's grown over time. Early in the basics, not so much. But still, right. it was an experience. Yeah. Um, but with Google+, Plus, they've done something much better. Now, it doesn't matter. It's In a way, it's all about you. But also, you don't have to go anywhere to communicate with anyone because uh, it operates off the concept of organizational units, which they call circles. Right. So let's say I've got uh, circles. Well, like the first one I created was the circle, S-I-R, because eh. – Oh, I see what you did there. Yeah. I see what Slotcast you did there. Podcast internet radio, sir. So everybody at, I know at sir who I sent invites to, they went yeah. in the circle. Circle. That's Very that's, good. It's punny is what that is. Oh, horribly so. <laughs> but like let's say you have your a circle for coworkers. Sure. Uh, you have right. a circle for family. You have a circle for friends. You have a circle for acquaintances. You have a circle for your comic book collecting club. Whatever. Right. And you can put various people into different uh, – like they can be in set, in the si- simultaneous groups. Yes. I, I could have friends also in my circle. They could be in my coworkers. They could be in multiple ones. Right. But the brilliant thing about it is very easily, unlike with Facebook, where you have to go over here to go to settings to say, I can share this with these people, but I can filter out this way, that kind of thing. Yeah. Instead of that, you just do a post. And then a little bar right below that says, who do you want to share it with? Exactly. You can choose an individual. You can choose circles. You can choose one circle. You can choose public. So you can control where the information goes. And you don't have to worry about who is seeing what. If I want to say something to Trent, I can just type something and I can only share it with Trent. Trent Mm -hmm. will see it if he decides to. Yeah, exactly. And then he can respond. And and that's the genius of it. I mean, we we look at this as almost like a a blending of you know Facebook and Twitter because there is no I don't have a wall that you can go post on like right. Twitter. There's you know you've just got to tag me in it. Right. And like one of the things it's it's been hard for people to get the concept of because like uh, you know with some people I know they've been like well wait a minute this person it says now this person is sharing things with me you know what does that mean. It just means that they've put you into an organizational unit and they can say something that they want you to see. Exactly. But it doesn't mean they're seeing anything that you're doing. They don't have yeah. any access till you give them access, which I say it's brilliant because it means like I could use my Google Plus as a Twitter. <laughs> right. I can type my information. I could share it with the world. I could also tell my wife, uh, you know, is there anything I need to pick up on the way home for dinner? And I can just right. share it with her. Nobody else sees that. So I've got a central place where I don't have to go anywhere to to deliver all of the content I want to. Well, and for me, I like it because, you know, a lot of times if, if you work in an office, everyone wants to be together, you know, socially on the internets. And a lot of times I don't want them reading any of the shit that I'm posting. Even, you know? even more so, there is a, there is a great concern, at least there has been for some time, about what you're putting on the internet and what that will do to your future chances to get a job. Ab- absolutely, absolutely. And so I can add people into circles and different circles and they have no idea which circles they're in. They, they don't know. All they know is that they're in one of my circles. Right, and and they don't know that they're missing any information at all. Absolutely. 
they don't there's know. there's there's no looking at my wall and seeing that I commented on on your wall and then they got upset because they didn't get that same comment that was went out to you did the thing with the stuff. Right. They're completely unaware of it because <laughs> you're controlling the flow of information. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And and that in there in itself is the genius. Now the only part that I'm unclear on they've also done another thing too. They've integrated other products into it. Like they've they, they've come up with the hangout. Right. So it, this is kind of like uh well it's, it's it's like it's like checking in. It's like Skype. Yeah, you can do the hangout and you can also like it's not just like checking in. You can you can create a hangout and now people with their webcams can all be in the same space. Oh, I haven't used this communicating. Yet. Yeah, neither have I. I haven't really explored much outside <laughs> of the basics. Right. Uh, but it's really interesting. Now the, the key this is the key to Google Plus getting I'm Google if you're listening. Which uh, they are. They've already got people much smarter than me that have probably already they're already working on this. We haven't seen this. But the key to toppling Facebook, the key mm-hmm. to toppling Twitter is how you can also allow businesses to exactly. market utilizing this tool. Yep. Cuz the very first thing when when this was launched popped in my mind, okay, I'm the social media coordinator for my organization. How do I use this? And right now, there's no way I could use this. Yeah, you, there's no way for you to use it. There's nothing you can do right now to secure anything. You know, you don't have that option. It's just not there yet. Right. Yeah. But that's going to be think cuz if you think about it, look at look at any business. Look at their website. There are two things that are now there that speak to the internet dominance of these two communication tools. Yep. They are, they give you the ability to like them on Facebook. And follow us on Twitter. There you go. So yep. it, you want to topple those two things. Actually, I think they need to do two things in okay, order to topple other? those two things. The first, figure out a way for businesses to utilize it for okay. their, to their advantage. Right. The second one, right now, Find out the way for these to play nice with those two existing things. Right. Right. By embracing your enemy, you can crush them. Well, and you've also got to realize, Will, this is not their first attempt. No. Okay. No. Uh, and, and I, hell, I don't know how to pronounce it. Oak, Orkut, or O-R-K-U-T. Yeah, or- spell it again. I was thinking about, <laughs> I had Bon Jovi song in my head again. That's what we call O R K U T. O R Orkut. Orkut. I I don't know how to pronounce it. Okay, more or less, it was their Facebook, and it launched and it got a lot of use internationally. You talk to anyone inside the United States, they have no idea what you're even talking about. You talk to anyone in Brazil or anyone in India, and everyone's on that as as their Facebook almost. I got to be honest, I have no idea what the hell you're talking about. That's that's just, that's exactly what I'm saying. Oh, I just proved your point. <laughs> Sorry. So I think they were able to cut their teeth on Google Buzz. They cut their teeth on Orkut. And now they've come up with Google Plus, which really is a solid integration of the both that also brings in elements of if you've already got Picasso web albums, um, they're integrated to that. So you can have all your albums on there. Um, and I'm guessing down the road, we're also going to see YouTube, um, streamlining as well. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I think Picasso and one other product that Google acquired are getting rebranded now as a Google brand. So sure. there will no longer be Google or it will no longer be Picasa. It'll be something else. I don't know what they are. I'm not going to look up the news. I don't care. Right. But they're getting rebranded. The only one I don't think that would 
is YouTube because it's already a brand. It's already an identity. Right. That would exactly. be like buying Pepsi and now I'm calling it Will Cola. That would just be stupid. <laughs> uh, no, that'd be good because, I mean, Wilco. La? No. Will. Nope. Will Cole. No, that's a no-win scenario, my friend. Will. Will. Co- Will. Sh- would Cola. you stop it? You're annoying me. It's not going to work. <laughs> Um, we did, uh, the, the gentleman, uh, Router Ninja, he did, uh, issue an, uh, addendum on the, on Twitter. Where? Uh, How? I don't see this. Talking about the fish. Um, he said that, uh, once he did the math, actually, for that fish that, that that they won at the carnival. It's been alive um, for a day. Well, no, it, it, it was the two year, uh, fish, but he dropped 250 into keeping it alive. (laughs) 250 bucks in tank and everything else that they've invested. Yeah, it was 250 bucks for the $1 goldfish. <laughs> Ouch. See what you're getting yourself into, Will? Yeah, exactly. You know, I, I really don't mind though. I'm, I'm okay with that. I really am. As long as it brings calming serenity. I, cause I really do. I want to put in a bubble wall. I want the whole back of the tank just be bubbles. Well, the, the thing to do is then to go back and ask that, that poor young gentleman who's kicking dog food in the back where you can get the CD of soothing ocean and gold noises. <laughs> They're playing overhead. Oh, I wanted to, <laughs> I was ready to club somebody, but please, we're talking about Google Plus now. <laughs> yeah. So, and, and, and it's true. Like, uh, like Google chat, the, the chat that's been inside of Gmail and, you know, and outside yes, of Gmail yep. and has been around for some time. It's automatically ingrained into Google Plus. Yep. And, or also known as uh, the standalone chat service, Google Talk. Yeah. Now, the thing that I think is confusing with this new service is the whole plus one thing. Right. Uh, only because, one, I'm so heavily involved in Sir, plus one just means plus one per diem to me. Per diem, right. <laughs> and two, uh, because obviously it, it, it doesn't, when you originally see it, it doesn't exactly speak to you as their alternative to the Facebook like. You know what exactly. I mean? Yep. It, it just doesn't quite add up. So, so basically someone posts something and and you want to, you know, appreciate it passive aggressively, you just click that button and it gives it a plus 1. Yeah. You go you go behind me and click on it, then it will say plus 2 and that's how it counts, you know, the the how many people have liked it so to speak. Right. But they also say that they're utilizing like let's say I'm doing a Google search. Okay. And I'm looking up some information. I, I read an article. Hey, I liked that. You know, I can plus one it. And, and that's also used by them in their uh, rating and statistics to know that something is good or not. So in other words, they're, they're using us, those, those insidious bastards. They're using <laughs> us to improve their product. Which is interesting, uh, with Bing's huge launch right now, as they've been, uh, trying to integrate Facebook Connect with products. In that, you know, if if there's a restaurant out there, if I have any friends that have liked it, when I search for that particular restaurant, their uh, their photo, if I'm connected to Facebook at the same time, will show up underneath that product in a Bing search. Oh, okay. So you can you can see where both sides are trying really hard to get that that uh, user generated uh, you know validation for products on the internet. Yeah, of course. Because hey, man, free labor is free labor. Oh yeah. Let's trick the public into doing work for us. They won't even realize it. That's that's like getting a product ta- tattooed on your chest. Yeah. <laughs> Check me out. Um you know the thing too that uh, I'm reflecting on because uh, really uh, Google Plus is it's impressing me. I haven't really found 
right now I can't embrace it because I have to use the other technologies too much. Like even during this past week, you brought up a question. Should we make a NetHeads Facebook page? Right. Which is a perfectly logical question. Yes, we should. <laughs> and why? Because Facebook is dominating. So uh, Yeah, right, right now it's the thing. Yeah, and, you know, we want people to be aware of it. Uh, so that's a great way to utilize it. Uh, but, you know, and Twitter. Uh, Twitter right now is the main conduit for communication, even though we don't have a lot of follow followers on the accounts that I have access to to advertise the show. It's still the way I would do it because I can at least, like, take advantage of the Sir hashtag. Right, exactly. And if people are following that as a, as a, as a search, as a separate list that they can always display, like I've got one set up for net, netheads right now. Right. Uh, you know, it, it, it's a, it's a way to advertise and it's, it's embraced already. People are aware of it. So, you know, I can't really fall back on, cause right now I, that's why I say they've got to play nice because if you give me one location where like much in the way that Twitter does right now, actually, uh, there's a way to enable something where if you follow something up with the hashtag Facebook, it can be, your Twitter can be linked to your Facebook and you can just right. push those thoughts from Twitter to your Facebook status without having to push them all. Right. right? But I mean, hey, I'm and, not done. You shut up. <laughs> you give me one location though where I can accomplish those things too. Okay. You allow me to post on my Facebook, uh, fan page, for right. example. At the same time, published to Twitter and published to Google Plus. That's, that's the trick to getting us to embrace it in the beginning. Embrace your enemies. Let us utilize the other tools through your service and you will get me in there more. Now, while I agree with you on this, Will, there is a train of thought in you, the. You contradict in, me. I will cut you. Yeah. Let's see you reach through the mic and cut me. Oh, buddy. <laughs> No, I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't mean it. I can cut. Daddy's not mad. Daddy's not mad. Artwork isn't solidified yet, buddy. There could be another <laughs> co-host right now. Okay. Well, you don't agree with me. Please continue. Well, I do agree with you. Um, the train of thought, though, is to give, at least for organizations and companies, um, to get people to, you know, to follow you on all the different platforms that, sh- that you provide, you have to give specific content for each platform. There's no point of following you on Twitter if you post all the same stuff on Facebook. Right, but it doesn't matter because I'm still doing that. Right, exactly. That's what I'm saying. So, so yes, I agree with you, but also you have to, uh, as far as just marketing goes, and if you, you are the, the, the social media coordinator or new media coordinator for your organization, you've got it. That's something you've got to take into account as well is to give specific content for specific platforms. You know, you're kind of right because it really annoys me when I follow somebody on Twitter and I just happen to be their friend on Facebook and I see the exact same crap. Exact same thing, right, exactly. That's why I like I will always try and and change things a little bit between right. the two because that way at least oh, look at the the quirky little subtle differences. Right. For yeah. the same crap he's making me read twice. <laughs> and it allows you to toot your own horn just a second time. Beep beep, my friend. Beep, beep. <laughs> so for now, Google Plus is off to a good start, but it's still a lot of people, I think, are are having issue with how to best utilize it. Right. And but at the same time, I think these are the same people that, you know, 
join a, a group that says, make Facebook the way it was every time Facebook makes an update. Now, here's a little interesting thing that we can do. Let me go to, uh, let me go to the Google Plus uh, page right now. Okay. Because I'm unclear at this moment. I'm a part of Google Plus, so I can't test this. But, um, like right now, I have got a thing in my uh, area where I can send invites to Google Plus. Uh, right. But I've also heard, and I don't know if this is false or not, but I've also heard that anyone with a Google account can now get into Google Plus. Oh, is that the case? I don't know. So, let's do two experiments. The okay. first that I would like to do is if you are not yet a part of Google Plus, but you do have a Google account, I would mm-hmm. like you, if you can hear the sound of my voice right now live on Sir Smodcast Internet Radio at smodcast.com, I would like for you to go to plus.google.com. That's P L U S.google.com. And I would like you to try and get into Google Plus. And put the results with the hashtag netheads, that's the number symbol and netheads, on Twitter. And in the next few moments, we will see the people uh, who tell us whether that will work or not. The first person to respond, and if it's a negative response, I'm going to send you an invite to Google+. Awesome. I think that's a great, great plan. It's a wonderful little experiment. The only problem is that now we're on a delay and I have to sit here and fill time till I can read a result. <laughs> or unless, unless, of course, there's nobody even out there listening. <laughs> well, I was going to say we could do a commercial break, perhaps. That is a genius idea. We're going to rest our voices for just a second while you go ahead and try and fulfill my dreams, my hopes, and my desires. So please... Stick around, because right now we're going to have a brief commercial of rake. The Geek Show podcast polishes its sword of omens wearing nothing but Yoda underoos and a Joker smile. This Not Safe for Work podcast is fresh and free every Monday night at GeekShowPodcast.com. The panelists use the brown lantern power of snark to construct news and commentary about your favorite sci-fi movies, TV, comic books, games, and toys. If all your friends jumped off the Bifrost Bridge, you know you would too. And on the way down, tell them Geek Show says hey. GeekShowPodcast.com Listen to Smornings. Starting over. <clears throat> Listen to Smornings. St- God damn it. <laughs> Fucking A. Listen to Smornings starting at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern. Only on Sir. Smodcast Internet Radio. Want early access to tickets for Smodcast Internet Radio's metric fuck ton of live shows? Join Smodcast. For just $4.99 a month, you'll get CD quality audio of every podcast you hear on Sir ad free. It's like watching porn without having to fast forward through that goddamn plot. You'll also get bonus video content and other badass exclusives. Smodcast, where Smodcast goes save for pay. All the deets at Smodcast.com. Connection failed. 
This is NetHeads. NetHeads with Will Wilkins. Welcome back, everybody. My name is Will. My name is Trent. And you're listening to NetHeads on the Smodcast Internet Radio Network. At Smodcast.com. It's like I press a button and you say that. That's really impressive. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Hold on. We're looping for some reason. Alerts. Red alert. <laughs> Cancel. Evac. Get out. Get out while you Dan- can. Danger, Will Wilkins. Yeah, that was fun. Uh, anyway, it's impressive you do that like I'm pressing a button, but clearly I can't operate anything right. <laughs> okay, so here we go. Google Plus tells me that they are at capacity. Ah. And that is from Azcast Blog. And uh, Mike B seven hundred two says, "Welcome to Google Plus Project Makes uh, Sharing." And oh, well, all I had to do was make a Google account. So we have one person saying they're to capacity; the other one is saying they're not. So Azcast blog, uh, how do they get have me him, there? I need, him, uh, yeah, DM you his uh, email or yeah, his Gmail account. Okay, so in that case, we're gonna have to uh, utilize the technology. We're gonna have to go to Azcast blog here, and we're gonna have to click follow uh at the right point here and we're going to follow as netheads on air so go ahead and send us a direct message you should have received a notify notification that we are following you and we're going to do the same thing for the Paul JD so uh, the Paul JD you too are going to get a coveted much uh, heralded and much desired Heralded is probably a poor choice of words, but... Uh, well, unless you're talking about the Silver Surfer. Yeah, but uh, NetHeads on Air is also going to follow you, so you can DM me your information as well. Give me an email address to send to you guys. We're going to go ahead and send you an invite to Google+. And then the interesting thing is, even though it says it's at capacity, is will that invite... Like, because if I have the ability to invite you, but you don't have the ability to get in, that's freaking rude. Well, and here's the thing, though, folks. Just remember, always be checking back. Will sent me an invite as soon as he got on, and I didn't get on until this week. Yeah, so don't get rid of that just email. Just keep checking it. Every, yeah, keep checking it. Every morning, wake up, have your coffee, click the link. That's what I say. It's that simple. So there we go. We did a little bit of a giveaway. Isn't that hot? That was fun. That, that was, was. That was really neat. That was an interesting was adventure, and I can't believe I, the internet broadcast professional... IVP. Didn't think to go ahead and just click them audio files to help kill time. <laughs> That's real smart. I just, you know, the truth is the frozen lemonade's wearing off. I'm getting, I don't know about you. Do you ever get that thing where after you've been in the sun for a long time, you come back oh. and you just get stuffed up? Yep, I do actually. Okay, good. I thought it was just me. So I'm going, no, huh? I'm, I'm going through that now. I can't stand the sound of my own voice. <laughs> I'm sitting here frustrated just trying to talk. Uh, I'm annoyed. There's no other way to put it. I hate my own voice. You know what? If Kuban is uh is not in Google Plus, I want to send him one too. Just for just it, for man. being a fan for so damn long. He's been with it since since I've been around at yeah, least. Yeah, so let's go ahead and do a follow there. And you know, that way you can also tell me how exactly your screen name is is pronounced. <laughs> yeah, do it in the uh, international phonetic alphabet if you can. Yes, that would be good. <laughs> By the way, Kuban earlier did say up around Seattle there's an all female ACDC cover band called Hell's Bells. B L L E S. Oh, with the yeah, with the, yeah, ES, you know, like uh, Bell. That maybe. is just damn creative. I like that. Although I do like the ACD she's a lot more. 
I like the Dishi, man. I'm not going to lie. I've heard that about you. <laughs> I've doubled up on a Dishi before, man. It was hot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and by the way, if you do want to uh, follow the show on Twitter, you can do that at, uh, oh, what's it? It's at NetHeads on air. Yep, that's it. Uh, and I'm at NetHeadWW. Trent is a part of him. So you it's can us. follow us there on the, uh, on the Twitter, uh, since we're not doing the, um, the Google Plus yet. <laughs> <laughs> Cause they don't want us to. Yeah, baby. Uh, so, uh, good. We already got the thing from a cat. Uh, I'll be sending those invites, by the way, after the show. Clearly, as you can tell from me checking my email, I'm easily distracted and that's not yeah, good for you, air. You people just calm down. Let the man work for hell's sakes. They're not freaking out. And you know, Mike B, you did, uh, you did send, uh, uh, something. So if you weren't able to get in, let me know. Yeah, just let us know, man. Yeah, I'll send you one too. Uh, yeah. Just let us know with the hashtag netheads. Moving on. Moving yeah. on. Yeah. Trent, this is the time in the show. Uh, now that we've talked about Google Plus to capacity. <laughs> yes. This is that time where, uh, you know, I've basically been talking for about an hour straight and I finally say, Hey, Trent, you got anything to share? Oh, funny. You should ask, Will. I do. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, friend of mine who works at a comic shop. Yeah. Uh, he forwarded me on an email that was sent out to all, now, as far as, as bricks and mortar comic book shops go. Uh, diamond distributing is pretty much the, the end all be all of comic distribution, right? Yeah. So DC, Marvel, Image, they send their comics to diamond and then they ship them out to the whole world, right? Uh huh. So this, this was a document that was sent to all retailers on the, uh, diamond distributing list. Okay? Oh my gosh. Did many, did many Bothan spies die to bring us this news? <laughs> it's true. They did. Oh. <laughs> But we have to be careful because it might be a trap. <laughs> I wouldn't worry. I don't see Admiral Akbar anywhere. <laughs> Moving they, on. What what this document is, is it's straight from DC, and it's trying to explain to retailers how um, this reboot. Oh, my gosh. How vile. Just like that, we lost a connection with Trent. The beauty of live internet radio, ladies and gentlemen. So now I have to do something that most people don't do when they're on the air. I have to both entertain you while at the same time, somehow, one way or another, troubleshoot this issue. Boy, he was just rudely dropped. He was dropped like a bad habit. Boom. That was just a mad smack. I've been waiting for this to happen. It's been three weeks. It was bound to. That's what happens when you use computers that are held together by duct tape. Not recommended. Not the best way to go. And darn it, he was just getting to the meat of this document, too. There's the computer coming online. I hope you enjoyed that noise. Mother trucker. Uh, by the way, anyone seen any good movies lately? Now would be a great time to uh, call into the show and tell us. But, of course, we can't take phone calls. But the nice thing is uh, that even though you're hearing this live, I can fix it in post. So anyway, let me uh, let me mute that computer so we don't have to listen to that again. This is what happens when, in case you weren't aware, uh, being a listener of the show, Trent is actually in Utah, and we utilize the wonderful technology known as Skype to uh, bring him in to the show, into the fold, into the into the mix, 
and uh, usually it's it's rock solid. Uh, but unfortunately, we've been having a tech issue with the computer that I bring him in on, and uh, I'm all out of computers. So uh, because of that, because I'm out of computers, I, I have to utilize this one no matter what in order to bring him in. And uh, it's about as stable as a, a girlfriend who's hopelessly in love and that's been dumped several times in a row. So anyway, I think what would be best right now, uh, since uh, nobody wants to hear me stammering on anymore, uh, would be to go ahead and just uh, queue up a few, few commercials. But please do me a favor, bear with me, bear with us. Don't go anywhere. Stick around because this is NetHeads and we will be back in just one moment. At least I hope. Connection failed. This is NetHeads. NetHeads with Will Wilkins. And Frank Montfaker. You know, I'm not going to lie, the uh, the connection failed part of that bumper has never been more uh, uh, more fitting in my book than right now. <laughs> Indeed. They, why do you on keep the replaying? That bumper must be set to loop somehow. Will Wilkins. There we go. So anyway, welcome back. That wasn't embarrassing at all. Oh, see, folks, it's the Internet. It's not us. Yeah. No, I already told him it's me. <laughs> ne- we'll never admit defeat. I know. You wouldn't know, though, because you were kicked out of the phone call. <laughs> Boom. Yes, yes, I was. So, Trent, you were taking a wonderful moment to tell us about this amazing document you got your hands on that were that was doing something. What was it made to do? Okay. Essentially, uh... Everyone's freaking out about this DC, and and DC is not calling it a reboot. Um, they're just calling it this. Hell, I don't know what they're calling it. Essentially, what it is is they're they're starting, you know, all the titles you know and love, everything from JLA to Batman, Superman, you name it. Um, back at, at at square one. Okay, so you can go over all the origins again, right? Yeah. And uh, so it, it, right now they're going through the, the whole storyline of how they're going to reset it in Flashpoint. It's the, the main title itself has actually been a good read, but uh, a lot of people are worried as far as the, the comic book retailers go is that, you know, change it up. Sure, you might bring in more readers, new readers, but what about the old ones? You know what I mean? What about that guy that's been reading Ashing Comics or Detective Comics, you know, since the last reboot and he's at, you know, issue 200 right now, you know? So they they released this whole document trying to tell us what exactly is uh, going on, right? Okay. So essentially, uh, first of all, and DC's been really good about trying to keep prices down, okay? If you're reading Marvel right now, you'll see that you're paying upwards. And, and I do it myself, folks. Sometimes, you know, $5.99 a comic book, right? Wow, dude, I draw the line at $3.99. Well, and, and that's, and that's the whole tagline that DC's running off of. So, okay. So they're doing 52, uh, reboots. 48 of these titles are going to be drawing the line at 299. Okay. So that's a number one. That's good. Um, now people have been wondering about the, uh, the, the digital comics. And yes, they are available the exact same day as, uh, the, the, the hard copies. And that will start August 31st. Okay. Okay. So just springboarding right into September. Uh, and also uh, the document went on to say, cause there's been a lot of people upset about it and, and gave the option, you know, Hey, 
uh, Marvel did the same thing, but they did it under a whole new universe, the ultimate universe, right? Right. And DC said, no, that we, we will not even entertain the idea. So there's, they're just sticking with, with the whole reboot. Um, however, okay, this, this is huge for comic book dealers. Um, because you always go in there and there's just rows and rows and rows of boxes of comics and they'll, they'll be like 50% off or whatever just because they're stuck with them. They overordered whatever. DC is giving them a hundred percent returnability on 41 of the 52 titles. Whoa. So if they overorder, you know, Grifter or, you know, Batman or whatever it is, too many of them, they can send them back for a hundred percent refund, which has never been done in the comic book world before. Wow. So, so in other words, they're saying if, if, if it turns out this same day and date digital thing burns you, or more to the point, if our strategy on, on renumbering burns you, we're going to give you money back on most of the titles that you're ordering. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Stepping it up one more notch, they're also giving a 75% co-op marketing incentive. Meaning that if you want to put money into marketing for these Son of a biscuit. It did it again. <laughs> the power of Christ may compel you, but the power of the internet will crush you. It will crush you. And it will ruin you. And that's okay, because I can deal with that. Oh, man. He was, once again, just getting to the meat and potatoes of it all. What does it mean? What's it mean? It's like the double rainbow with the comics world. We just don't know. Personally, I don't understand why they're doing it, especially with renumbering. I think a lot of people are concerned if they're going to be retconning all the titles as well. You know, is Superman going to have a different origin story? Did only one of Batman's parents get killed in this scenario? What exactly the hell is going on and what happened? What is going to happen? You don't get to find out till August, I guess. I sure as hell don't. See, this is the reason why when you listen to a show, it's always, there's always a, a co-host on it because the sound of one guy uh, talking is, well, first of all, it's sad and depressing, but at the same time, it is also, uh, more often than not, comes off as the ramblings of a madman. At least usually when Trent is there, uh, you don't get to hear me uh, sounding like a maniac, which is a very good thing, at least in my world. Anyway, there is that. So do me a favor once again. If you can, bear with me. Uh, at least, and you know, the nice thing too about all of this is that when this type of thing happens, you guys actually get to join in on a very exclusive club. This is a, a club that nobody else will be in because you will be able to hear uh, the sound of a live internet radio show as it melted down before your very ears. Uh, this is, uh, I don't want to say it's internet radio Armageddon, uh, but it's, it's almost as bad, at least for me. Because I, I always tr- try to strive to be what I consider to be a professional. You know, I don't like doing things halfway. I don't like uh, doing them in a makeshift fashion. Uh, but unfortunately, got to keep the microphone with you. Unfortunately, the situation is dictating something else. And right now, all I want to do is talk to my co-host. 
what is Amanda do in this scenario? Do you, do you continue on? Do you once again try and fall back on the crutch that is going to a bank of commercials? What do you do? This is the point right now, right here. This is where the metal of a man is tested. Can he rise to the occasion? Can he take on the adversity that he has been thrown into? And can he rise above it? Will he be able to continue in a fashion befitting of the environment he has been given? Can he move on? That, my friends, is the question at hand. And if you cannot tell from the sound of my voice that has been going out over these airwaves over the last few minutes, if you cannot tell, no, I can't. (laughs) I cannot. Because, put simply, this show is not a one-man show. The transmission and the broadcasting may be a one-man accomplishment for the majority of the time, but it is not a one-man operation. It uh, it takes two individuals to make a show. So, with that said, I think we're going to have to fall back for just a moment. Just trying to do a job. Let me do my job. That's all I'm asking for. That's all I want. So, don't go anywhere. Stick around. Stay tuned. I will be back. This is not bad. With Will Wilkins. Second verse, same as the first. <laughs> I'm back! Yeah, for how long? Who knows? <laughs> oh, hell. Hello, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> Oh, <clears throat> welcome back, everybody. So thanks. Yeah, thanks for bearing with us. So now what we've got is we've got a situation. We are hanging on by a, a micro thread. We are we are barely in this game, man. We are we are barely in it, my friends. We are <laughs> we are in a terrifying location. We are cut somewhere from next to. Uh, I don't know, man. It's an ugly <laughs> thing. But I want to I want to get to a point where I can cleanly cut this bad boy together. So you cannot hear what uh, has affectionately now been called Sirmageddon. Sirmageddon, I know. That's awesome. <laughs> the best name possible. Sirmageddon <laughs> happening right now on Sir. But, man, I don't know if you were listening. I dropped some serious science. I, was, I did. I pulled yeah. out my best Bill Pullman at the end of Independence Day. <laughs> and that was all off the – I don't even know if the if the words coming out of my mouth were a coherent stream or not. I don't know. Uh, but they, they were just the ramblings of a madman clinging to straws to try and get through this, 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 this virtual nightmare. Literally a virtual nightmare. I mean, I'm, we're not even talking about a figurative nightmare. We are talking about a, a nightmare of virtual proportions. Uh, we're talking about the meltdown of the very core of the, of the structure of the existence. Uh, of everything that makes this what it is it just it just fell apart man it fell apart like a cheap watch from a flea market 
from a flea market. You know the kind I'm talking about. We're talking about like a, uh, like, like a, a Rolex knockoff where the second hand ticks. Okay. You guys know what I'm talking about, right? We're talking about a fake Rolex. We're talking about a Rolex that is, that is clearly not a real Rolex because it's got to have that smooth, moving, sweeping hand. And it doesn't. No, instead it, it, it has, it has nothing, man. It's got nothing. It, it, the, the metal is going to wear away and turn your wrist green and disgusting and gross. That's what we're talking about here. We're not talking about the real deal. We're not talking about the easy money. We are not talking about the deal maker, the, 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 the cash makers, the shakers, the happeners, the hustlers. No. We're talking about, we're talking about, we're talking about asking for a Jerry Maguire and instead getting a Bob Sugar. That's what we're talking about here. Is that what we're talking about? No, we're talking about the fact that Trent went down again. And I don't mean that in a good way. <laughs> I hate technology. I just loathe it and despise it and in ways you can't even begin to imagine right now. It is. This is it, ladies and gentlemen. This is it. This is Sir Mageddon. You've been waiting for it. This is the meltdown of a show. We got through three, and now we're going to have to hang it up because clearly it's not coming together. We're not cutting it, man. We are not cutting it. We're not making it happen. So we're just going to have to pull the plug. We are going to have to call this show off. We're done. We're through. We are We are not going to work. We're nice guys and all, but, you know, we're done professionally. Yeah, we are. We are done professionally. <laughs> I like talking like a madman sometimes. We're not really giving up. That wouldn't be my way. Not at all. Because no matter what, we will get through this to the point where we have a cohesive conclusion. We will get through this to the point where we can cut this together and pretend that it never happened. It, there will be, like I said, this unique little club of listeners who, who were there. They knew, they knew what went down. They were all a part of it. And, and through that, we're, we're able to bond together. Uh, but we'll never speak of it again. It's kind of like, uh, what is that thing? I can't remember it now. There's an old story that, uh, that a cop told, police officer, if you will. Uh, for somebody who, who doesn't want to speak ill in any way of, uh, law enforcement and doesn't want to use what some consider to be like a derogatory term as cop was the story of some, some picketers out in front of a local grocery store. And, uh, while they were out there, a, a woman had her purse stolen in the parking lot. And the man who had decided to steal the purse, uh, foolishly did so in front of the picketers. And he then proceeded, uh, cause he was on foot, he proceeded to run around to the back of the store. And uh, when he did, the the picketers, the people uh, trying to have their message and their voices be heard, uh, they made pursuit. And at the same time, somebody either stayed behind or or some uh, noteworthy and worthwhile clerk, they stepped forward and uh, they called the police. Now, when the police answered the call, uh, they followed suit around the back of the building where everyone was, and they found that purse snatcher. In a low down way, my friends, he was, he was beat down. He was, he, he had had a whooping laid upon him. Clearly the man had been beaten. 
he was he was in a bad bad way he was abused he was all banged up i mean you know you can call it what you will but ladies and gentlemen this guy had the holy crap beat out of him but when the police officer asked what had happened the picketers i don't know if they were standing there with uh, with ha- uh, signs in hand that had been shattered i don't know if some of them may have had hair a little bit of red on them if you know what i'm saying i don't know but every one of those individuals that had been picketing that day who had made pursuit around the back of that building and recovered that purse simply said that this man – now, mind you, let's just say, for example, it was six people. These six people, they all said, we saw him run into the wall. Every single one of them, identical story. He came around the corner, weak made <laughs> suit right around the corner. <laughs> We saw him hit the wall. <laughs> and that, ladies and gentlemen, in a court of law, six people's word against one person's is what we call irrefutable evidence. So you better stick to the story. Yeah. So all of us, those of us that have listened to Sir Mageddon, we will all know. We will know the truth. <laughs> but when it comes to what the public perceives, they they won't be any wiser. <laughs> Or we'll leave it all in. I don't know. It's going to be at my editing discretion. I'll tell you. Welcome back, Trent. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, right now, I am locked into a non-moving position. I am almost, con- I'm almost wishing I could turn off the fan without moving to make sure that nothing else goes wrong. <laughs> because right now, I would be concerned about the disturbance made by a mouse's fart. <laughs> Uh, Router Ninja is suggesting that we should, we, it's time to, you know, put out some merchandise of I survived Sir Mageddon. <laughs> we don't make those calls, sir. We are just people lucky enough to sit on the Sir stream and actually put out a show for whatever reason. Maybe over after today, <laughs> but in the, right now we're in it. So, uh, getting back to it, Trent was breaking down a letter. <laughs> that it, after many Bothan spies had given their life for us to get the news. Yes, yes, indeed. Um, more or less, uh, people, don't freak out. Things are going well. DC's putting a lot of money into uh, making sure that this is a success. All right. Um, but as anyone who who has bought comics knows, that the release dates isn't an exact science. Right. Right. Let's say there's there's snow that affects a huge chunk of the country, or let's say there's a holiday that falls on a on a Wednesday. If that's the case, they're going to try really hard to through Comicsology, who has taken on all the uh, the the, the sh- shouldering the workload of digitizing DC's comics mm-hmm. uh, and releasing them the same days as the and specifically they're hoping that they won't be until 2 p.m. Uh, Eastern time available for. Uh, the United States on uh, on digital format. That doesn't adhere though for Apple and uh, Sony on uh, their networks. They they can kind of release as they please. Um, but I'm assuming it would be afterwards. So so the big of- bomb you had dropped is they said you know of 41 of the 52 titles, you right. can you can send back whatever. You can send them back yeah. and we'll, uh, we'll buy back your unsold stock. Exactly. Cause there's, and for me, it's a frustration. If I don't want to commit to, to getting a hold for a comic, getting it week after week, I, I want to go in and read it first. But a lot of times I don't get there before they're all gone. So this will take away that incentive to only order extremely limited, uh, amounts of those titles. Uh huh. 
So that's that's really good. Um, the other thing, huge news wise, uh, and I I had this is kind of a retraction from what I talked about last week uh, as far as how much the the digital um, copies were going to cost. Right. For the first month, they are going to be the same as the print copies. So that's two ninety nine. That's just stupid. Yeah, but after that uh, first month, they will drop to one ninety nine. Okay, I don't so, know why, but whatever. Yeah. That makes no sense. So, yeah. but, but we still don't know. Do we know? Has there been, any, is there any confirmation? Are they going to be retconning any of the, I don't even know what retcon means. I've just heard it in use. <laughs> We're going to retro- retroactively change the yes. continuity. Yes. Is that what retcon means? Yes, it does. Well, uh, son and, of a gun. And, and that's more or less for a lot of the titles. That's what they're going to do. However, for some of them, um, for example, Batwoman, is going to continue with her continuity that she's been through, uh, you know, through, which has been a really good read for the past, I don't know, uh, six months. That that will kind of work into the story. But for the majority of the of the major titles, yeah, that's a- along with costume uh, updates as well. Okay. However, those are done by Jim Lee, so yeah, take it for what it's worth. But like, what about Green Lantern? Yes, that's it's it's a reboot. So to speak. So they're kind of now, but uh, well, we've already said this. They're probably just going to fine tune it to match the movie to make things easier. Exactly. But what about Batman and Superman? Because I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but sometime in the '80s, didn't they do this once before? Yep. Yeah, they they, they do it all the time. Um, and and the, and the the document talked about it. How you know this is nothing new. This is very common. Kind of like when um, the with the the whole thing with the multiverse being merged into one. Exactly. Is what they went through before, right? Yes. And, 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 and if, if you're like me, if you're more familiar with Marvel comics, I would liken this, this reboot very, very similar to the House of M. When, uh, everything, the Flashpoint in particular, where it kind of went into that whole, or for House of M, when it went into that whole alternate universe, that's what's going on right now. And then everything will kind of be reset back to something similar, but still a little bit different. It just confuses me. You know, I want to know that Superman's dad died when he was young and then he had to go on this vision quest and make his way to the, you know, sit in the sweat lodge for a few days, figure some stuff out. You know, this is what the defining thing well, about Batman that they can't change is Bruce Wayne's parents were killed in front of him in a dirty, rotten right. Gotham. Which, which I'm just gonna tell you right now, in the, in this Flashpoint, uh, universe they're in right now, uh, it's actually Bruce Wayne's father who is Batman, and Bruce Wayne was the one who was shot. Say what? Yeah, it, it's just, I'm not, that's what, right now. I mean, it's, and it's only, Flashpoint, the, the title itself is only five issues long. Uh-huh. Until it, until it will reboot, and then we'll get our regular Batman back. So that's but, what's going on. They're kind of like setting the stage for this. They're setting, they're setting the big bang, if you will. They're setting it up. Exactly. Yeah. That's, that's what the whole flashpoint is. Cause it'd be very, I, you know, like with, with Green Lantern, they, what is his name? Jeff Johns? Yeah. He's done a lot in the past right. two years with that title. And he's, he will be writing, uh, JLA, which is the, uh, the kind of the flagship of the, of their whole series that'll be coming out in September. Man, I don't know. They, obviously, they they think they know what they're doing. Well, o- only time will tell, as they say. Will only time will tell. I swear to God, it's almost like we're we're playing back an old episode of Netheads. I've heard this before. <laughs> that is just a 
stupid saying because it's true and it's so blatantly <laughs> obvious it shouldn't be a saying. Yes, only time will tell what happens because that is the nature of what time does. So don't tell me only time will tell, God damn it. But uh and and we've kind of on the netheads hashtag we were talking about this um kind of in the uh the limbo we went through um the success of the Earth 1 series and that was kind of a an off to the side reboot story of Superman uh, and his coming of age uh it was wildly successful and I think that was kind of the uh the test pilot, if you will, to see if, if this would work. And I think we're going to see some really similar ties to that in the Superman one and the, the other titles as well. You know, I, in some ways though, now that I think about it, I don't really blame them because like the whole death of Superman thing and the subsequent things that happen after that really kind of, that's a lot of things to try and keep track of and remember. Exactly. Uh, because in some ways it's really confusing. Like, you know, what was it that that happened? Okay, so first he died, and or we thought he was dead. But just like in Princess Bride, he was mostly dead. Mostly and, dead. And then they did the one thing you don't do with a guy who gets his power from the sun. They put him in a concrete box. <laughs> they created this mausoleum for the Man of Steel. And, and naturally, the, the government or Lex Luthor or whoever didn't wasn't willing to go with that so they got the body to run tests and then the body was gone and what ended up happening was his little skitter bots from the from the fortress of solitude recovered his body and they stuck him inside of a gigantic cocoon focusing sun's rays on him to to power his battery back up if you will yep and in the meantime during that it was the rise of the superman and the, you know one was like a super kid and that may have been a clone made by the luther corp and one of yep, them it was, was. One of them was, uh, I don't know if it was like Brainy. No, no, it was some, some character I'm not familiar with who was a guy who ended up like going like all digital and all that crap, whatever. Yeah. There was Cyborg and then there was Steel. Yeah. Who was a construction guy who was previously a weapons engineer, naturally. And he wanted to <laughs> fill the void that the greatness of Superman had inspired. So you had all these Superman and then, you know, the whole storyline and the coalescence. Like, oh, look, Superman's back. He's not really dead. Who? But then there was like some confusing thing that right ha- happened right afterwards where his body was becoming more electrical and they had to slap him into that black suit to like ground him. I don't know. <laughs> and, and, and that, cause really honestly, with the death of Superman, that was the first thing that brought me into the Superman comic because. Yes. Likewise for me too. Because Superman as a storytelling thing, it, you've only got two points. He's invulnerable. He can overcome everything, it seems, and if you throw a green rock at him, he's screwed. Okay? That's the crux of it. <laughs> Otherwise, Superman himself is not a superhero or a solid, like, story thing because he's invulnerable. All right? <laughs> I have no reason to watch an invulnerable storyline because, it, oh, in the end, you can't kill him, so that gives him infinite opportunity to overcome. Yep, right? exactly, exactly. And, and, and I mean, people have always talked about that. That's the biggest flaw with DC is everything hinges on Superman, who's really kind of a shady character when it all comes down to it. Yeah, so, so suddenly you introduce a vulnerability and I'm interested. Yep. You know, you've got my curiosity. This is, this, oh, I finally want to check it out. But then they throw all this weird shit at me and I'm like, ah, forget it. I'm tuned it back out. Yeah. I'm going to go to something simple. Kid bitten radioactive spider. Spins webs. People can still beat the crap out of him. I'm good. You know? 
And, and one of the things, too, that the death of Superman had uh, that was really kind of overshadowed, the death of Superman really kind of crushed it, was there was this entire storyline that led up to uh, Bruce Wayne for a while retiring as Batman. Yes. Uh, where the, the, somebody basically blew up uh, the wall of Arkham and let all these maniacs go out. I think the storyline was called Nightfall. Uh, where, Well, yeah, where Bane uh, broke his back. Yeah, exactly. He broke the bat. Yes. Which, which is why the, the next Christopher Nolan Batman movie has a lot of people's interest because <laughs> this is Bane. This is the man that broke the bat. And, and, and the I, last I, time I, we saw him in one of those shitty, uh, uh what's his name? I, I blank it on the name again. People told me afterwards, you know, hey, and I know it's the same guy that did Lost Boys, so I shouldn't remember the name. I cringe. I cringe at the way they portrayed Bane as this mindless, you know, do whatever Ivy tells him to do. Oh, because the reason he was able to able to beat Batman is because he was his physical and intellectual equal. Exactly. He had he, he deduced who Bruce Wayne was. He de- or more to the point, he deduced that Batman was Bruce Wayne. Yes. And he even utilized what was it called? It was Venom is the name of the stuff he was. Yeah, the, the Venom that goes into his brain. Yeah. And wasn't that something that Batman actually developed? I think. I don't know on that one. Or maybe he had previously been using as well. So that's what, that's the trick that he had used to make himself the, the physical equal. Right. But you know, this is, uh, this is, uh, you know, somebody that came out of nowhere, albeit that's a problem, but you know, he came out of nowhere <laughs> and he did this one thing. I, I don't really think he accomplished much beyond that, but the whole point was he broke the bat and somebody else had to take the mantle. You know, it was another one of those things that's like, let's try and change, make it more accessible to the current generation. You don't have to know the old shit. You just have to know what's going on now. Exactly. And that's what people like. They want to be able to follow the story. You can't come in halfway through Lost and try and figure this shit out. <laughs> or on the last episode, like I did. That too. <laughs> <laughs> so so I understand the point of a reboot from that perspective. But, you know, uh, Batman is such rich mythology, uh, right. rich storytelling. And plus, we've seen this story told in the various uh TV movie incarnations that that that's something you really can't get away of. There's a certain core that you can't break, right? Because if you do it, it you you smash the center and nothing will hold. And so, if you don't have a Bruce Wayne that is just uh, in many ways derangedly driven by this tragic event as a child, right? You know, you're you're really taking something away from. What I think everybody knows, because it's it's that way in every story, including the the recent Chris Nolan movies, right? And, and I and there's there's no way they would mess mess with that part of it. You know what I mean? There's you would be it's no, it's not going to happen. No. So I I only hope that that continuity wise, there are certain things that do hold. But you know what? In the end, if I don't really read comic books aggressively, what does it matter? But I will say, um, the one thing that is going to carry over is Grant Morrison had started the Batman Incorporated, which where he's setting up Batman, Batmen in different cities all across the, uh, the, not the United States, but across the world. I gave it a try and it was terrible. And so I, I don't know what they can do to polish that turd, but a Batman ugh. franchise. Exactly. That's what it was. And it was God awful. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Grant Morrison, but. You can polish a turd, and it's still a turd, dude. Well, there you go. <laughs> I thought the adage was though that you can't polish a turd. It's still just—it's always a turd, and it's unpolishable. But I've always wondered if you actually bronzed it, then couldn't you polish it still? Well, I mean, what, what if it fossilized? 
there too. I I have seen fossilized shit. It's a rock. And then you can you can indeed polish it. <laughs> so I guess you then would be right. You could polish it, but it's still a fossilized turd. <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. Well, yes, it is. Now that we finally got through that, I, I think this is the point in the show where we definitely fully admit that the uh, <laughs> the dead horse has said enough already. I think so. So I'd like to thank uh, every single one of you for tuning in and listening to this wonderful live experience that we call NetHeads. I want to remind you all, don't forget, you can follow us. Oh, by the way, if you're listening to this after the show is aired, you already know this. But for those listening right now, there is going to be a special announcement this week where you will be able to find out how to get your episode of NetHeads after it's aired. And kids, I'm not going to lie. It's big. It's huge. <laughs> yeah, it's it's definitely huge in the nethead world. Yeah, for us. Uh, for <laughs> for uh, otherwise, honestly, it drops, and you're like, "Well, that was expected." Well, and I would say for the, yeah, for the I don't wanna, world, but I don't want well. I don't want to say it was expected by me, but I mean, when right. it happens, it's yeah. going to be like, "Well, that was kind of obvious." Right. And you know, when something's obvious, it's not exactly like you can boast about it. <laughs> So I'm not, but you know, I'm just trying to, I'm trying to set it up for those rare individuals that are still with us right now. <laughs> I think, I think we've got some, some great people still listening to us, Will. We got a core, my friend. And once again, <laughs> the core holds. All will be okay. In the meantime, I'd like to thank you very much for tuning in. My name, at least still now, is Will. And mine is Trent. And this has been another edition of NetHeads. We'll see you next time. Net heads. 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 Net Smodcast Internet Radio. Sir, only at Smodcast.com.